Hello, big dogs. Happy whatever friggin' day it is that you're listening to this. I am back in the e-holes finally, and I honestly don't know why it took me so long to get to this point. I think... Uh, I do my hype rants on Instagram every single day and you guys love it, but I know that you guys really want more depth, more insight, and you guys want to know a lot more about me, which is really cool, Um, and just my hype girl life. So I want to talk today about the fact that life happens for you, not to you, and how I kind of just had this like full circle realization on my hot girl walk this morning. So I'm just walking, vibing in my like matching blue tracksuit, my Chanel sunglasses on, my big fuck off coffee, living my best life, thinking about how grateful I am to have my feet in the sand. And it reminded me of this time, okay, when I was like 18 or 19. And at that point, my mental health was really, really bad. I was quite deep in really bad disordered eating habits um that I was really really unaware of I was unconscious of it completely um I was so unhappy I cried all the time um and because I moved out so young so for those of you that don't know I moved away from my hometown when I was 18 um and have been in Queensland uh for nearly five years now which is epic so I'm really really fucking glad that I didn't bite the bullet and go home but at this time I was absolutely ready to and I remembered how I had been running on the beach when I was 19 and you know, in my head, I remember telling myself like, oh, I'm just going for a run to like, you know, clear my mind, whatever. No, I was going and running from my problems because I didn't want to go home from the gym, from uni, from work, whatever, to really face what was going on. And I had put my car keys because I didn't have a pocket okay, in my sports bra, didn't have shoes on, was going for a run. I was running and I'm not even kidding you. I'm pretty sure it was like a seven or eight K run on the beach, this fucking beach, right? And I get like, you know, down the four kilometers down and I get like half the way back and I don't know what made me do it. And I put my hand down my sports bra and my fucking car keys were gone. I had no idea what entrance I had made it onto the beach. And all I did was have my phone and my phone had like 10% battery and I burst into tears. I called my mom. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. My life's over. Sounds absolutely so fucking dramatic. But at the time, I'd been going through a breakup. As I said, my mental health was shocking. Didn't know what I was doing, making a lot of choices to please everybody else but myself. And yep, lost, I'm not even fucking kidding you. I lost my car keys. But I know now in this moment that I'm talking to you, that needed to happen just like every other tragic or negative or, you know, maybe thing that happened in my life that maybe at the time I was really upset about or didn't understand like hindsight is such a fucking fabulous thing and that needed to happen in order for me to slow the fuck down my mum always says to me um and always did when I was a kid that life gives you a whisper in the ear a tap on the shoulder and then a boulder over the head losing that key was my boulder over the head the world was like stop running stop and feel your fucking emotions chloe and when i was standing there i burst into tears thank god there was no one around because it was like i call it you know the kicking the toe moment you know when you like bottle everything up you kick your toe then you cry or you burn your toast and then you cry because it's just like the last thing the the tip of the iceberg oh my god that was it for me I just remember being like if i don't fucking breathe right here right now i'm gonna have a panic attack And I call my mom like hysterically crying, I don't know what to do, my life is over, whatever. Um, And then I just remember, I I don't know what came over me because I had only kind of just dabbled into, you know, a little bit of spirituality looking at, you know, the way that my thoughts kind of shaped my reality, etc. So I didn't know a lot on it, listened to a couple of podcasts, read a couple of freaking quotes on fucking Pinterest, whatever. Um, And I remember just being like, if I don't stop and breathe right now, like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just remember being like, I need to just breathe. And I'm like looking out at the beach, looking out at the ocean, taking really deep breaths. And I just remember 
okay, I was like, it is what it is, Chloe. You're going to have to go somewhere, find somewhere to plug in your phone, call, you know, the car insurance, whatever, to get someone to break in your car. Like, your keys are gone. Mind you, I had my house key on it as well. Um, and I lived alone at the time too. Like, honestly, it was just one of those things that I was like, I don't know what to do. I've got to go to uni lecture. Um, I've got to go to work. Like, I've got nothing. And I'm not fucking you when I say that I stopped running. I started walking back up the beach and I fucking found my key a wave a fucking wave washed up my key onto my foot I am not joking I am not joking and I didn't even realize at that time how the fact that I chose to center myself to breathe and to go everything's going to be okay even though I didn't believe it I did not believe everything was going to be okay at 18 I thought my fucking life was over I was like this is it I'm going to be unhappy forever so dramatic I know but that's just you know part of who I am um and yeah I, I don't even I don't even know how or why and I'm thanking each and every lucky star that I have for that day um and the funny thing is I don't even know why that memory came up for me today uh but I just laughed this morning while walking on the beach because if 22 year old me that I am now could go and slap that 18 year old 19 year old version of myself I absolutely would but it also made me so grateful and hold so much space for that person that I used to be so ashamed to be and the funny thing is I laughed and I thought this morning like what would I have done what would I have done if that happened to me now and the truth is I would laugh I would laugh I would go okay it is what it is you know that's it the end I'll fucking sort it out I've got another spare key somewhere I'll you know go plug in my phone like I was so calm about it and the thing that I have learned through I don't want to say all my life experience because I'm 22 but anybody that knows me I have done a whole lot on my own I have done so much I have seen so much of the world I have become very good friends with fear and have become very good at learning to be uncomfortable and the thing is the way that I have done that is by leaning in to the things in my life that have come up that at the time I believed didn't serve me. And what I mean by that is, okay, uh, dropping out of university, having breakups, uh, only two, but you know, at the end of the day, that was my life felt over, right? Um, feeling like I was lost and not knowing where I wanted to go, being criticized for being just a personal trainer, being underestimated, okay, for just being blonde, because if you're blonde and tan and live on the Gold Coast, apparently that is a prerequisite for being a fucking idiot. Um, and it's so funny because I you know, used to sit in that. And I want you to kind of think about whatever it is that you associate yourself with and go like, oh, woe is me. This is my story. And I spoke about this uh, on my Instagram. If you do pay attention, I'm hoping if you're listening that you probably do. Um, And I talk about taking responsibility for your life. And what I mean by that is I was attached so, so, so wholly to the idea that I was unlovable because my parents broke up when I was a kid. Like so many people's fucking parents break up. I swear to God, if someone's parents are together and they love each other, I'm like, whoa, fucking I want to have a chat with them. This is epic, right? Majority of people I know have parents that are unhappy and I and I don't necessarily want to sound like I'm disrespecting those people or those parents because you've got to do what you've got to do at the end of the day. And if you're unhappy, I believe no matter where you are in your life, no matter how much money or kids or whatever you have, that you're allowed to leave a relationship that makes you unhappy. Okay, that's fine. Um, but I had attached so much of myself to the story that because my dad left when I was a kid and that left me with rejection and abandonment issues that that was just how I like 
looked at my whole life, friends were going to reject and abandon me, right? Um, I wasn't going to get a job because I wasn't good enough. So therefore that, you know, I perceived that as rejection. Um, so many different things. And I, and I really did ruin a lot of romantic relationships in that. But I also don't think I opened myself up to enough opportunity that I could have at that young age if I hadn't attached myself to the story. And the thing is, Without those things happening, right, without that happening to me, I would not be the person that I am today. Without having the breakups that I have had, I wouldn't have met the people that I've met today. I wouldn't have made the decisions that I made to be at this point in my life. I think about it all the time and about how it was going to make me cry. Oh, wow. Why am I getting emotional? That if I hadn't taken the leap, oh, fuck, I want to like hug. Yeah, I'm getting emotional. I want to hug my 18-year-old self and go, fuck yeah, sister. Fuck yeah, sister, you did that. You packed up your shit in your tiny blue shit box of a car. All right, that gear stick is like, was so cooked. I actually donated that car a long time ago. But, oh, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be talking to you on the fucking microphone right now. I wouldn't be sitting in my house right now. I wouldn't know the people that I know. I wouldn't love the people that I love. And I wouldn't be this fabulous, vivacious, over-the-top, expressive version of myself that I am without, okay, going through those hardships. Now, I would like to preface and I want to kind of explain that. Obviously, I'm very well aware that I didn't grow up in a third world country, okay? It's not one of those hardships that I was starving or dying or didn't have a roof over my head or whatever. And I want to stop here and say, like, I want to remind you that your feelings are valid. You were allowed to feel whatever it is that you feel. I think the perfect example of that is when I went to psychology and I was so upset at 18 about all the things that had happened of when I was a kid and the way that my, you know, people in my life, in my adult world had made me feel. Um, And I remember being so ashamed to cry about it because I was like, this is silly. Like, you know, I'm not dying and my parents still tried to love me and whatever the thing is, what was hurting in me was the four-year-old Chloe whose dad left. That, that's what was hurting. It wasn't an 18-year-old me who had put a big girl boots on and moved states and decided to go to uni and do all this hot girl shit. It was the four-year-old me. And I didn't allow space for her to, to feel. So this is your reminder that whatever comes up for you to feel it, but you need to feel it, okay, and then move on. You feel it, but you do not unpack and live there. You feel it, but you're not fucking serving it tea and crumpets with strawberry jam and like having a fucking morning tea vibe, all right? You feel it and then you move forward because without doing that, you are missing out on so many amazing opportunities that you could have in your life. So many. And my favorite part, I think, about learning to use it uh, as a catalyst for your growth uh, is that you get to take responsibility for that. Not only do you get to take responsibility for the fact that, yes, things in your life happen that were out of your control, but you get to be responsible for all the amazing things that happen after the fact. And I think that's not celebrated enough. And what I don't think you realize is that it's so powerful to accept responsibility. It is so powerful to understand that instead of waiting for things to happen to you, instead of worrying about the competition at work or in whatever field that you're in, right? Instead of waiting for the right time to buy a house, instead of waiting for the right time to move, okay? Instead of just fucking complaining about anything, we all have the power to make choices and take control of our lives. 
And the thing is that you can like start small. Like I'm going to give you a really real world example. Um, like when you get to work late and you blame the fucking traffic, but realistically you actually just slept in a little bit and went and got a coffee and that's why you were late. Okay. We do, we let these kind of like small little things that we make excuses for turn into really big things later down the track. And the thing is, I think about all the things that I could have made excuses for in the past, but hadn't. And I'm so fucking grateful that I chose to say that life happened for me. And the thing that you have to think is every time something comes up and let's say we hit a roadblock or things don't go your way or you don't get the promotion or, you know, you don't get approved for the house or the relationship doesn't work out. Rejection is redirection. It is redirecting you, okay, to something better. Whether that comes within a couple of weeks, whether that comes within a couple of months, years, decades, whatever, it is redirecting you if and only if you choose to look at it from a positive perspective. And the perfect recent example I can give you of that is before I was seeing my current partner, um, I was seeing someone who I, again, relationships is a whole nother thing that we could go down and talk about and I can vent and be vulnerable about that too. But the thing is, I knew that this person wasn't invested in me. I knew Oh, I knew that they didn't really care. And I was, you know, trying to put in the effort. And I'm like, maybe if I just, you know, organize one more thing, whatever. And he was still open to seeing me, but it was just, it was flat. It was gross. Um, And it wasn't until at the end of that, I was like, Chloe, this isn't working out for a reason. And you have to understand that what is meant for you will come. And with that, I left it. I didn't think about dating again. I'm not even joking you. Within like four weeks, I met my current partner who I adore and love and have had a fantastic and still have a fantastic relationship with now. So the funny thing is, and I can give you a hundred million more examples of how that applies to my life, but I want you to think of it, how it applies to your life. Where is something not gone right? And maybe it's taken a couple of years, a couple of months, whatever to come down the track for you to go, wow, this actually turned out better than I could ever, 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 ever expected. Because I know for a fact that if you think about all the things that have happened and haven't gone your way, okay, you know that something better has come from it. You do, okay? You do. And I really want you to think about where you can apply this mindset to your own life right now. Because baby girl, all right, change is inevitable and accepting it, okay, and learning to anticipate it and be excited for it rather than looking at it as this massive mountain that sucks, okay? Because, you know, change in your life does suck, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes it's uncomfortable and it's sticky and it's messy. But do you know how fucking, oh, I can't even describe to you. And if you know, you know, right? I can't even, you know, articulate the feeling that you get when you've pushed through a a limiting belief or a blockage that's come up somewhere in your life that you're just like, damn, wow, I did that. And my life is changed for the better. And I am a new person for the better. Um, And I want to kind of take you through some practical ways that I can think of right now. They're going to help you kind of rewire and really kind of shift your mindset to look at things a little bit more positively. So number one, um, I'm going to say, and I'm laughing at my old self about this, is learning to meditate. Don't be a dickhead, all right? Your mind, okay? Your mind is a muscle and it can be strengthened and rewired and you can improve your mindset. You can learn to embrace change. You can learn all of these things. The best thing that I have learned to do is doing it before I go to bed. There's so many things that you can download there's apps okay i listen to like any meditation um sound or like a lot of them are guided okay on um spotify that i love you can honestly you can go to yoga all right and i found one that i love doing it. it's like a walking meditation i can try and find the link for anyone that wants it um but the thing is like ignoring that 
isn't going to get you anywhere. I think the second thing that kind of ties into that is going to be make it personal development a fucking priority for you. I have had multiple coaches in my life. I have had a psychologist. I've had two business coaches. I've had a personal development coach. And don't give me the I fucking can't afford one because personal development coaches, mindset coaches, they are fucking expensive, man. But you know what? What is the value that you put on your highest self? What is the value that you put on being the best version of you? You telling me that you're going to cap that at 5K, 10K. This year alone, guys, this year alone, it is only 29th of June. I have spent $32,000 on my own personal development and I will continue to spend more this year. And I have absolutely no, no doubt about that because I definitely will. And when I say to you that that was uncomfortable for me, I need you to know that it was. I took out payment plans with the coaches that offered them to me. I worked out ways that I could earn more money and put that into my self-development because you know what? I'm worth it. I am fucking worth it, man. So that's the thing. Make it a priority. And, you know, people rip on personal development books or podcasts. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the books. Follow the people. Take it in because what you see is feeding you, whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on Instagram whether it's in books, whether it's in your ear holes, whatever, right? Number three is going to be retrain your brain every day just to notice three positive changes, all right? I want you to create some form of practice, whether it's like when you're drinking your morning coffee, going for a walk on on a drive, whatever, okay, that have a positive effect on you because what happens is you then retrain your brain to see change and hurdles as an opportunity for growth, Like I just even gave you the example of the keys on the beach, okay? That was an example of me. And if that happened to me now, I'd laugh and be like, okay, universe, what do you want me to learn? What is this trying to teach me? And I can wholeheartedly say that that is exactly how my mind goes now. However, it didn't go like that those couple of years ago, did it? I had to rewire that. So the next one is going to be a little bit morbid. And that is going to be write your own eulogy and then reverse engineer it. I um, learned this from somebody that I know and that actually like freaked me the heck out, okay? Because the thing is, the beauty of it is, you know, you have a knowing, you know deep down despite fucking judgment of other people, despite whatever limiting beliefs you have, you know what you want to do. You know where you can be, you know, and I know you know because I know (laughs) and I have that feeling too. It's like, I can't explain how I know, but I know that there's more for me right? And the beauty of writing your own eulogy is it's like, this is what I want people to remember me by. I want people to know, I'm going to give you my own. I want people to say that I'm the hypiest motherfucking hype girl, okay, on the planet. I want to have changed so many beautiful females' opinions of themselves. I want to make females more confident, whatever that is, okay? My list is like fucking 500 pages long. The thing with that is, then I reverse engineer it and I go, okay, well, what would it take for me to get to that point? And then I take a step back and what would it take for me to get to that point? And then what would it take to me to get to that point? Okay, at the end of the day, we're all going to die. We're all going to die and you can't convince yourself otherwise. So I think that is something that, you know, is quite morbid, but it's something that I think is really, really effective that can help you quickly embrace the changes and the hiccups that come in your life. Um, Number five is focus on the long-term vision. Change is so uncomfortable, but it's necessary if you want to grow, right? So you can embrace the fact and look beyond your present condition to your long-term goals. And that kind of comes hand in hand with the number four, which was right, your kind of your own eulogy. Number six is going to be do the dirty work yourself. 
Stop waiting for somebody else to do the thing, move the thing, say that you can do it, be accepted, whatever. Go and do the dirty work yourself. Because the thing is, queens, change is going to happen with or without you. It's the same thing in terms of people saying, oh, I don't want to start a course because by the time I'm finished, I'll be 35. Motherfucker, you're going to be 35 whether you want to or not because time is going to keep ticking. So think about and, you know, really accept that change is going to happen. So what could you do, okay, right now that is going to get you one step closer and understand that putting in the work, okay, sucks sometimes. It's not beautiful. I think that, you know, social media has done a really terrible job of making life and entrepreneurship and whether you run a business or you, you know, you're a manager, you're a boss or whatever it is that you do, it's everything looks fucking amazing and glorified and it's aesthetic and stunning. There is nothing beautiful, okay, about hard work. And that is the beautiful thing about it because you are human and being human means messy, dirty, vulnerable okay openness it means seeing yourself for all that you actually are because what you can do is you can choose to lie to yourself and sit in a pity party of woe is me or you can choose to take on the things that life throws at you accept that they happen for you okay and then choose differently So I hope that this very short episode today was somewhat beneficial for you. Um, I would love if you did like it, if you would share it on Instagram, share it with your friends, just literally send it to someone that you think could benefit from it. Um, And then let me know, send me a DM um, if you do follow me about, you know, what you want to see. What do you want to see from me, um, if anything? (laughs) And if your mom, hi, mom. Um, And yeah, because, you know, this hot world planet that we all live on together is my favorite place to be. And I just want to help you be a more confident, vibrant, fabulous version of yourself. So hoping you have a freaking fabulous day, my angels. Love you so, so much. And I'll chat to you in the next one.